You're listening to Good Reporters Podcast, encouraging you to use your platform and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, because good reporters bring good news. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's your boy Chris Edwards, aka Young Christlike on social media, and I am so grateful to be here today uh, for many reasons, man, for many reasons. Just grateful to be alive, uh, and I hope you are too today, and, and today I want to talk about something a little more heavy, a little more serious uh, well, I mean, everything we talk about is serious, but something that's been happening, I mean, honestly, before we were even born, I, I don't even want to say more often lately, I don't want to say less often, I just want to say this is an issue that's going on worldwide. And so today we're going to continue on the Love Conquers All series, and we're going to go opposite right now. We're going to talk about hate, and this type, this topic could be Stop the Hate. And I'm not thinking about what you're thinking. Um, I'm sure you're probably thinking, man, I got haters in my comments. They always hating on my outfits. Uh, I got haters in my, you know, in my class, always hating on me answering the question first. I got haters in my own household. And hey, sorry about that. I'll pray for you. Let me know. Um, But (laughs) this is not about those type of haters or that type of hate uh, per se. Although we'll pray for you on that, too. Uh, This today is about stop the hate worldwide, like the things that's going on. And I know I came in here even with the idea of stop Asian hate. That's like something that's so serious that I don't know if we're bringing enough awareness about that. Um, I know I'm seeing it out there and I'm grateful for the people who are putting it out there. But I want to give it a platform here as well uh, to stop the Asian hate. You know, that is something so serious. Like people are out there hurting people you know, because of their race or their ethnicity or what or whatever. They're just hurting people because of their own thoughts or mindsets. And that is a portion of which we're going to talk about, the Asian hate portion. But also, I know a lot of people have heard about what's happened lately with the new shooting. Um, and there's controversy. It's going worldwide. And I know a lot of places don't want to touch it. The church might not want to touch it. Um, but we have to touch this. We have to talk about this because this is what's going on in our daily lives. This is the things that's bringing forth so many things in our lives and our hearts. And it's it's impacting people. We have to touch on this. So for whatever reason, people are hating each other and, you know, they're believing maybe someone said that this virus is an Asian virus, which is just ridiculous. Um, but now people are hating people because of that. And they have a notion or a preconceived mindset of that. And they're going out hating Asian people, and that's completely wrong. And then, you know, there's people who probably believe in black people. Let's just be straightforward. African-Americans are aggressive, and even without weapons, they're killing them because of a position in which they're in, and which is crazy. Again, you know, it's just another idea of what's crazy. But um, before we get into too deep into the political side of it, let's talk about the root issue here, like what's actually happening uh, behind all of the things and the schemes that the enemy is using to tear us apart uh, as a nation. And so let's talk about the main issue. Can I suggest to you that this main issue is truly an issue that has to do with two things? One, fear. Two, just straight up hate. You know, two things in which God says he has absolutely nothing to do with. Like these are two things that have nothing to do with the heart or the plan, or the purpose of God for God's people. Hate and fear. And now, so let's get back to the fear portion. Fear is just, we know what fear is about. We know how that can go. Fear can be ruling, um, anxiety, any of these things. You know, the Bible says not be anxious for anything. I mean, but we can go deeper into fear. God says this in the Bible in, uh, is it 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 7? 
I believe in. And in the Bible, God says it very specifically. For I've not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And so if we could think about that for a second. God didn't give us a spirit of fear. And I say this all the time. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, yet we have it. Guess who gave it to you? There's not very many options. There's two, there's two uh, forces fighting against each other right now. There's the evil side, and then there's the godly side. And, and the enemy's over there working 10,000 times, you know, as hard as any other person to just make sure that we wind up on the side and doing things that God doesn't ask us to do or doesn't want us to do. And so hate, fear, these things like malice, anger, these things, these are, I mean, this is the scheme of the enemy and it is right in front of our faces. And so when I'm starting to see things go on in the world, and I think many people could probably attest to this, it just feels evil. Like it feels crazy. Like to, to just, like, like, let's just picture this for yourself. Walking out into the street, Seeing a specific person, you don't know their name, you don't know their family, you don't know where they're from, you never even said hi to them maybe. Seeing that person and before you even get close to them, already having an idea of who they are, why you don't like them and why you need to stay away. That's fear, man. Like that is fear. Like seeing an Asian person thinking, wow, that person has corona, that's ridiculous. Like, that, like let's be real. And I'm being straightforward and blunt because this is... This is how sometimes people will only hear their thoughts from somebody else. Uh, they might do it. They might, and sometimes we're even guilty of having our own preconceived notions because of what we receive. Uh, a cop going outside and thinking, "Man, like, there's a black person over there. Like, man, I gotta be ready," because of maybe things they've been through or somebody that they met. It's ridiculous, but I want to let you know that these thoughts being put in our mind, it's it's not just like we're just always just thinking them. Some people want to. Some people don't realize the enemy's pitching you ideas. And so this is, I mean, because this is a Christian channel, right? This is good reporters. We bring the good news, but we're also going to bring forth things uh, that'll stop us from bringing forth the good news, you know, that letting people know that Jesus died for you, like for all of us, right? Black, white, Asian, anything. Like Jesus died for everybody. And it's a dis, it's a it's disrupting the narrative when we can think Jesus died for everyone, and then at the end of our mind think, but dot dot dot, you know, like Jesus died for all of us, but you know those people, you know what whoever that group is for you, you can't look at them any different. And so I remember, it, and I don't even remember the scripture specifically, and I I don't have it here. I have my handy dandy phone um, here just in case, but I don't have the scripture uh, written down. But I just noticed one in my mind and in my heart because uh, God speaks about this. And, and, and it was like Jesus saying to, uh, I believe it was, I, I'm not even going to mess it up, but Jesus was talking to people. And he was saying that, you know, this is what you did for me or you fed me when I was tired and when I was weak. And I'm paraphrasing it, but you fed me. Uh, you gave me money. You gave me things to eat. And they were like, when did we ever do that for you? And he said, as much as you do that for my people, you do that for me. And so... You got to think about this now. Believers, let's blow your minds for a second. Non-believers, please pay attention as well because as much as you're doing this to the other person, as much as you're looking at an Asian person and judging them and hating them or a black person and hating them or a white person or a cop and looking at them and saying, you suck and you know having these real, like the fear portion is going to be there because of the things going on. But once you let it start ruling you, what you're doing is you're saying, I'm going to start treating this person like less than me and really what's happening is you're treating God like less than you. Because he said, as much as you did it to these people, you're doing it to me. And so remember that today we have to get past the hate. And this is why I come in with a heavy emphasis on stop 
a hate because you think you're just hating other people. You think you're just hating uh, what's going on in the world and I'm just staying away from this. But really what you're hating is the creation of God. And when you hate the creation of God, you're hating God. That's a point to be made. And so, like I said, can we bring it back? Fear. God doesn't give you a, a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. So when we're looking at somebody and we're thinking, yo, man, like, you know, you, like you're this person because I don't even know you, but I know what the world says about you. You're operating in, well, prejudging somebody, but you're also operating in a sort of fear when you start to not interact with them or get scared or like you see an Asian person and you put a mask on. Like, it's so wrong. It's so it's so wrong, like in so many ways. And and then when you think about hate, I mean, the opposite of well, I mean, some of you debate this, but the opposite of hate would be love. You know, and, and, and Jesus says that. I mean, God says this in the Bible. It's in the Bible. He didn't give you a spirit of fear, but oh, what did he give you? He gave you a spirit of love. Love cannot reside with hate. You can't love. You know, they say in the world, there's a thin line between love and hate. But in the scripture, I mean, you know, it's, it's saying you, you got to love people, not hate them. And so we're operating in hate in that way. And so I want to also talk about something else. This is, well, I want to talk about this. This is the main issue. The main issue is that we're operating in hate. We're operating in fear. And you can't, here it goes, listen to this. You can't operate in unity. Because I, I, when I was a kid, I used to always pray for one thing. Like, you know, my prayers, I didn't quite understand prayers sometimes, but I'd always say peace and unity for the world, you know, love and togetherness. And I just want the world to be together. You know, I want people to love each other. And, you know, I want everyone to be united and man, innocent mind, man. It's beautiful to have such an innocent mind. Uh, but still unto this day, when sometimes I don't have anything to pray, like I don't know exactly a specific thing I want to bring up. And they ask me like, what do you want to pray for on the prayer line? I'll just be like, you know, unity in the world. And I believe that a lot of people want unity, but I believe that a lot of people don't understand that unity can't happen from division. You know, there's no way that you can unify something and divide it at the same time and so we shouldn't be segment i can't segment myself away from a specific race a specific problem uh i think when people say things like all lives matter i think that's super selfish you know what i mean especially because we know usually when it's the context in which it's coming uh somebody's saying oh well these lives matter because of a set situation happening at a set time and then the person's like yeah well but these do and i think that's also just tough you know it's hard to do stuff like that i and, and I think it's a true statement that all lives do matter and all issues and all problems do matter. But you got to be mindful. It's just like somebody saying, man, like, ah, my pinky toe, I just jammed it. It's messed up. And somebody's like, well, I mean, all your toes matter. Like, well, well for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at, at that very instant, at that very time, like something happened to that toe. And I think we should all come together in unity and say, like, can we get this to the doctor? How can we fix this? And can this team of doctors help me get my toe back uh, so that it's like all the other toes and treated like the, all the other toes? Um, if you get what I'm saying. And, and so that's just that's just how that goes. And I think we need to be able to realize that it's a unified effort. When things are happening to one side, we should pay attention to that. When things are happening to the other side, we should pay attention to that. We should all come into unity together. And so that's like what I always wanted as a kid. I always wanted unity. And that's amazing. But the true story, listen to this one right here. Unity cannot happen if we do not have love. Unity can't happen if we don't have love. And if we don't have love, I mean, and unity can't happen if we don't have love, right? So let's picture that. Unity cannot happen if we don't have love all for one another. 
Unity can't happen if we don't have love. So I said it so many times so you can get it. But now, love can't happen if we have in our heart and hide and harbor in our heart fear and hate. So we're getting down to the root issue. The root issue is fear and hate. So when somebody's hating on an Asian, they're hating somebody. That's the root issue. When somebody's hating on a black person, they're hating somebody. When somebody's hating on a cop, they're hating somebody. The root issue is hate and fear. When somebody's fearful of this person, even though they don't know them, they're fearful of somebody. So you don't want to come together with somebody. When I feared things as a kid, I didn't want to come together with that. I feared the boogeyman. Why was I trying to sleep in my room with the boogeyman's in there? Like, you know what I mean? I'm not doing that. And this is not a, this is not a joke. It's the truth. I'm not coming together with something I fear. You know, sometimes people need to conquer their fears, but for the most part, people stay pretty far away from their fears. You know, so how do you come into, how can you come in with your fear and say, I love this thing if you don't get close to it because of the fear? How can you come into loving another person if you don't get close to them or understand them because you hate this person? And therefore, how can we love those people and then come into unity if we can't even find ways to love them? It's impossible. It's impossible. And so, you know, that's something that I kind of wanted to bring up today. That's something I wanted to talk about because... It's a true issue. Like We as people have to love one another. And I think, uh, unfortunately, if this is something that like isn't spoken about as much in the church, or even if it is spoken about in the church, um, it's like surface level or what have you, or people are worried about, oh, don't bring this up. Don't bring up your size or your views on this in the church. I disagree, man. I think like, I disagree. I believe we at the church are just a body of people uh, who believe in Jesus Christ, but I believe that if there's a root issue of hate and fear, and the Bible speaks specifically against fear and, and hate and all these things, then this issue is a, a lack of love issue. And if God is love, this issue directly concerns us. You know, this issue directly concerns us as believers and as those who believe that God is love. And the only way that we can allow people to get to that same recognition, that same realization, and that same, uh, to overcome this fear and to overcome this hate is to introduce them to the only, the one and only, the greatest who can give you what we truly need. And that's love and therefore God willing unity. And so today, I just want to leave you all with that. I want to remind you all with that. I'm thinking about it myself and man, it's, it's so real. Like it's really real. And I just, like I said, sometimes, I mean, I've said it before in a previous episode, sometimes I just don't piece together that people think in a way where it's just like somebody's less or, you know, I don't piece it together. So I, you know, but because of that, I don't want to be ignorant to what's going on in the world. And because of that, I don't want to be ignorant of what's going on in the spiritual warfare side of it. The spiritual warfare side of it, this is the side that we don't understand. And the Bible says this as well, uh, that we're not battling against flesh and blood. Like if you think you're you're fighting against you know, that person in the street that wants to try to rob you. If you think you're fighting against those things, you're looking at it surface level. Biblically, if, we're, if we really pay attention to what we're fighting against, it's, it's things in the spiritual world. It's like the enemy fighting against our, our spirit. And, and this is the ongoing battle that we don't pay attention to. And if we don't pay attention to it, we won't know how to fix it. That ongoing battle behind the spiritual world is what's attacking us and is bringing us to places where, like, I mean, it's so small. It goes as small in the mind because you don't think too much about it as in attacking your purpose and making you think you're not worthy and making you feel lonely and making you feel depressed and alone to, you know, as 
I mean, both of them are just as serious, but two as serious in the world as people hating and hurting and killing each other and bringing each other down uh, because they feel there needs to be a fear and or a hate and or something that separates them. And we don't realize the enemy is pitching us these ideas because God makes it really clear that he's not. And we don't realize sometimes we're receiving that and it's, it's, it's pushing our actions. And the worst part even is now pushing other people who don't necessarily think that way to start thinking that way because we feel it's the only defense to what's going on in the world. But the true defense and offense is to find love in Jesus Christ. And, and I don't want to be cliche and I don't want people to think, well, like, you know, this is, that's so passive. Like, you know, stuff is going on. We just got to love God. Like, it's not just love God, right? We, we still do our actions. We still do uh, pay attention and how we can help and how we can be impactful. But the main issue I want to say at all times, we got to always attack the root. If we keep, we can't, like, we can't go to a tree and say, you know, I'm going to just chop off this leaf right here and I'm going to get the whole tree down. We got to be like, that root is strong. And what's happening behind it? How did this tree even get brought forth? And how is this tree standing so tall now? Like, what can I do to chop it down? You ain't going to chop down from the branches. You're not going to chop down from the leaf. Uh, you might want to start with the root. And so that's why I want to leave everybody off with today. Let's get to the root of this. Hate, evil, and fear. We want to. Uh, we want to remove that in the lives of everybody out there. We want to remove the prejudice and we want to remove just people doing things and acting on things that, that just is downright wrong. It's downright wrong. And I just want to remind everybody, I love y'all and Jesus loves you and God loves you. Well, God loves you. And I just hope that you all know that. Uh, so take care today. Be blessed. Pray for your neighbors. Pray for your friends. Let's bring forth unity today. Let's bring forth unity. I want y'all all to be blessed. God bless you. And don't forget to be a good reporter because good reporters bring good news.